Okay, once again, we're going live this morning. Now, let me get set up here. I got to get set up. Got to get set up. We got to get set up here on the computers. Do all of this here. One, two, three, four. We are going live. We're getting ready to go live. We're getting ready to go live. Once again, we're coming live from Oshawa. We're coming live from Oshawa, Oshawa, Ontario, Canada, North America, North America. Coming live from North America. And it's over here, it's just a little past 10 a.m. in the morning. So for those who are viewing this uh, this live broadcast, it's uh, it's later in the afternoon. And even evening, especially when you come into the, the east side of Africa and the, the west side of Asia, uh, that's where a lot of my contacts are. Uh, good morning from Uganda. Amen. The great nation of Uganda, uh, Brother David, please write your nations. Please write your nations. I like to know where my viewers are coming from. Because we're going to the nations. We're going to the nations. Uh, the Lord told me that the nations will, will open up to Missionary Prize because of his healing power. And that's something we need to get into. Um, I got a few things uh, planned, already planned beforehand uh, to teach on these live streams. So everything seems to be okay here. And just to let you know that these live streams are not just being um, posted on Facebook. They're also going on my YouTube channel. And they're going on Podbeam, uh, podcast. That's audio, but still, uh, we've got quite a few viewers. And, you know, it's not about viewers. It's not about, you know, followers. It's about getting the message out there. That's the way I see it. Now, of course, the more followers you have, the more viewers you have, the more you'll have an influence. Welcome to Pakistan. Amen. Uh, the more you'll have an influence over people. Uh, but uh, anyhow, so today we're just going to wait here a little bit. We're going to wait a little bit to get let some people come on board. Everything's working fine here. Praise God. And uh, yeah, amen. Make sure you write down your nations. Please, please, please. That is so important to me. So important to me that you write down your nations. All right? I just got up, anyhow. Got up a little while ago. And uh, so you guys have been up for quite a while. Um, so let's get started here. Can't wait too long. Got a, bit of, got a bit of ground to cover today. And basically, we're going to wrap up our teaching here. This is going to be part two, basically. It's going to be part two of uh, the teaching that I'd begun, uh, what was the date? Can't remember the date, uh, regarding the Gospel of John, uh, also known as the Gospel of Belief. The Gospel of Belief. The Gospel. Write down your nation. The Gospel of Belief. Why? Because the word belief, or believe, the word believe, 
Um, it's used, the word believe itself is mentioned approximately 50 times in the Gospel of John. The word believed is mentioned approximately 25 times, and the word believeth is uh, mentioned approximately 17 times, almost 100 times, just in the Gospel of John. So you think the Gospel of John is trying to tell us something? <laughs> yeah, I would say so, all right? So I teach a lot on faith, and uh, there's a reason for that. And I see a lot of um, posts on Facebook. They uh, they make much about prayer. Mm, prayer. Now, hey, listen, prayer is... Prayer is up there on my list of uh, <laughs> things of importance. But I'll tell you something, faith is even more important. I had a brother yesterday con contacted me, nothing new, and he mentioned prayer, needed prayer for needs and stuff like that. I said, you know, some things you don't need to pray about, some things you need to believe uh, regarding what God has already done for us. Uh, you don't need to pray about that. You need to know about it and then start working at believing it. All right, so maybe I need to do a teaching on that. All right, because a lot of people are praying and they got no business praying about certain things because God has already made that, he's already met that need. He's already met it at the cross. So what you need to do is you got to find out what it is and you got to start believing it, start working at believing it. Maybe I, I got to do a teaching on this. Anyhow, so the word, the Greek word for uh, believe, the English word believe is the word pistuo. The word faith is pistis. It's uh, most translations, versions, they translate it, uh, believe. I don't even like the word believe, personally. Yet, it, it really hardly does justice to the many meanings contained in the Greek, uh, as in uh, to adhere to, to cleave to, to trust, to have faith in, to rely upon, or to depend upon. All right? <clears throat> wow. All right. So there you go. So it's not just about believing. It's about depending upon. See, now we got people asking me for help. This is not the place to ask me for help. All right. This is not the place. This is a place to learn. All right. And when people ask me to help, I don't help them anyhow. I don't help them because I'm not their helper. <laughs> I'm not their helper. The Holy Spirit's the helper. All right. So let's get that straight. All right. So let's look at some verses. Let's look at some key verses uh, regarding this word believe, and we'll wrap it up today. Uh, let's start with John 7, 5. John 7, 5. John 7, 5. For even his brothers, <laughs> this is about Jesus, his brothers, all right? His brothers did not believe in or adhere to on him either, all right? So his own brothers did not believe Jesus, yeah? So I wrote here, sometimes family members are the hardest ones to convince because they're your brothers. They just don't see it happening. But Jesus was doing the miracles all the time, so I don't quite understand uh, the whole uh, Bangladesh. Bangladesh, I don't understand the whole mindset uh, in this case uh, because I have a lot of family members that don't believe in my calling. Uh, but of course, a lot of them are born again, but I got people that are born again and they don't believe in my calling. So that's why I stay out of my life and let me go forward. All right. Next one is John 8, 24, John 8, 24, 
That is why I told you, just Jesus, that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am he, if you do not adhere to, you will die in your sins. And this is so, 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 so critical understanding. All right. I wrote here, faith in the finished work of the cross is the only thing that remains for us. All right. So forget about your works. Forget about your good works. All right. What Jesus is looking for, what God is looking for, is for you to believe in what he's already done for you at the cross. And if you don't, you're going to die in your sins and you're going to go to hell for eternity. And that's not God sending you to hell. That's you sending your own self to hell. All right? We got to get that straight. All right? God doesn't send people to hell. All right? God created hell for Lucifer, for fallen Lucifer, for the devil, Satan, fallen angels. Yeah, but if you choose, if you want to follow the devil instead of following God, then you'll end up in hell. And that's all there is to it. All right? We got to get that straight. All right? Let's move on to John 9, 18. John 9, 18. It says here, the Jews, however, the Jews did not believe that he had easily been blind and that he had received his sight until they called the parents of the man. All right? So I wrote here, sometimes we need to allow people to take the extra step so that they can convince themselves of something. You know, sometimes, listen, we're all in this. We all come, once we do come to Jesus or on the verge of coming to Jesus, we all come from a different angle, if I can say it, or from a different avenue of perspective, all right, a different mindset. You know, some people need more convincing than others, all right? That's all there is to it. And you gotta, we gotta show grace towards people. We can't just, oh, well, he don't believe the way I believe now, so forget about him. No. You know, the Holy Spirit could be working on that person for the next, even the next 10, 15, 20 years. You know, after hearing the gospel or whatever, after having seen a miracle, whatever, we gotta go easy on people. I gotta go easy on people. All right. I'm talking, I'm preaching to the choir right now. I'm talking, I'm talking to myself too, but I'll tell you. Mm. Yeah, we got to get this straight, all right? Some people, they'll just, they need some extra convincing, all right? <laughs> Put it that way, all right? Let's move on to John 26, uh, John 10, 26, sorry. But you do not believe, this is Jesus speaking, and trust and rely on me because you do not belong to my fold, all right? Until you are genuinely saved, you cannot believe in the truest sense of the word believe, all right? A lot of people they're not they're still not in the fold, all right? They're not part of the they're not part of the gang, all right? They're not part of the group, they're not part of the family of God yet, all right? So they don't believe, all right? A lot of people go to church, all right? And they still don't believe the way they should believe, but they're not even part of the fold yet. They're not even born again yet. All right? So I tell you uh, this is something that, um, you know, I need a lot of work at too. You know, I can't give up on people too easily. Can't give up on people because God never gives up on people. Right till the last minute, the last, they're dead. We call it deathbed. I think uh, repentance or something like that. We can't give up on people. All right. Now, don't let them bring you down. Don't, you know, if if they're being stubborn about the gospel, whatever, you know, you got to back off, pray for them. You know, if they're family members, friends, whatever, you got to back off, but don't give up on them. Don't give up on them. 
All right, keep praying for them. They can't spurn your prayers. I mean, they can they can say, I don't want to hear that gospel stuff. I don't want to hear about your Jesus. I got my own Jesus. I got my Catholic Jesus. I got my, you know, Presbyterian Jesus. I got my Mormon Jesus. I got my Jehovah's Witness Jesus, whatever, you know. I got my Islamic Jesus. <laughs> but you pray for them. You know, you keep believing God that God will move in their lives in a powerful way. That's what happened with me. Mm-mm. In a powerful way. Wow. And look at me today. All right? So, John 10, 37, 38. I am not doing the works. So, this is good. Of my Father. If I'm not doing the works of my Father, then do not believe me. Uh, 38. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me or have faith in me, at least believe the works and have faith in what I do in order that you may know and understand clearly that the Father is in me and I am the Father. All right. The works of Jesus, the works of Jesus. Wow. The Gospels are full of the works of Jesus. Wow. In miracles, signs and wonders, healings, deliverances, all the supernatural goodies. I call it the good stuff. All right. We'll do wonders in helping certain people believe in Jesus. All right. A lot of people criticize miracle signs and wonders because there's are a lot of Christians that that's all they want to see. They all want to see miracles. They want to see signs and wonders, you know, and I know it's a trap. It could be a trap, but at the same time, hey, listen, it's part of the gospel. It's part of the gospel that we've got another camp that don't believe in miracle signs and wonders at all. All right. So I'd rather work with the people that do believe in the miracle signs and wonders. All right. Then working with those who don't believe in miracle signs and wonders. But I don't want to give up on them either. The cessationists. I'll be doing a teaching on that. All right? But this is very interesting here. i got to make a note also here. Uh, the works. If I'm not doing the works of my Father, then do not believe on me. You know what? This is something that's going to mark your, your, your ministry. Uh, the Lord gave me a word a few months ago. He says, your ministry will be marked by miracle signs and wonders. Yeah, that's right. And it's going to bring authenticity or authenticate your ministry, all right? And that's that's all there is to it. I'm talking about real miracles, real signs and wonders, not the fake ones, not the whatever, not the demonic ones, all right? Let's move on to John 11:40. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you and promise you that if you believe, if, if, conditional, if you believe, you would believe and rely on me, you would see the glory of God. And that's it. That's that's huge. You want to see the glory of God in your life? Walk by faith. Walk by faith. Believing will open up all kinds of realms to the believer, but also to the unbeliever. You know, the unbeliever for years, he said, I don't believe in this God stuff. I don't believe in the devil. I don't believe in demons. I don't believe in hell. I don't believe in heaven. I don't believe all that bunch of baloney. Yeah. And then next thing you know, they have a supernatural encounter where guys like, oh no, oh no, I've been wrong all this time. You got guys that are writing books. They're atheists. They're staunch atheists. They're writing books against the existence of God, you know? And uh, they're into, you know, this whole evolution stuff and the Big Bang Theory and all that. And they believe in, you know, this whole thing, this whole universe came into existence uh, you know, without a creator. And then they get born again. They go, oh no, I got to remove all my books from the bookshelves. <laughs> you know, I made money from this. Oh no, I got to change. That's right. And that's glorious. It's glorious. We've all been there to a certain degree, you know. Anyhow. All right. John eleven forty eight. John eleven forty eight. 
if we let him alone to go on like this, everyone will believe in him and adhere to him, and the Romans will come and suppress and destroy and take away our holy place and our nation, our temple. And this is my note here. Persecution, all right? You got to get a hold of this. Persecution awaits those who walk in power in convincing the unbelievers of something that they don't believe, causing them to turn away from their previous false beliefs. All right, a lot of people, you get this in uh, with uh, a lot of uh, ex-Muslims, uh, uh, you know, and uh, they come to, to, they have an encounter with Christ. You know, my goodness, some of them, they got like real supernatural encounters. Um, you know, Jesus even appears to some of them, you know, the real Jesus, and he's got the hands, he's got the holes in his hands or in his wrist with the blood and all that, and they get born again, and then, yeah, those who were not born again, they go after them. Or you got somebody who's making a lot of money for them, and then they get born again, and then so they're not making no money for them anymore. You know, so they now they're after them. You know, and uh, it can get very serious. I'll tell you, it's uh, I don't I don't laugh at this stuff. You know, well, uh, Weecliffe, keep up the good work. All right, boom. All right, yeah. Well, we've only begun. I've only begun. This is nothing. This is all training ground. This is all preparation. All right. All right. So let this is a long one here. John 12, 36 to 39. John 12, 6 to uh, John 12, 36 to 39. Blah, blah, blah. While you have the light, believe in the light. Yeah, Jesus is the light. Uh, that you may become sons of the light. Oh, and be filled with the light. Jesus said these things, and then he went away and hid himself from them. 37, even though he had done so many miracles before them. Wow, so many miracles. You know, that's what I'm getting ready for. So that God can do the miracles. I can't do miracles. You can't do miracles. He's the miracle worker. He's got to do the miracles through you. Yet they still do not trust in him and fail to believe in him. Oh, no. So that when Isaiah the prophet said was fulfilled, Lord, who has believed our report, our message, and to whom has the arm of the Lord has shown, been shown, therefore they could not believe, uh, for Isaiah also had said, etc., etc., etc. Now I wrote here, Jesus being the light of the world, so that the world can believe and get saved. All right? Come out of darkness into light, Colossians, uh, Colossians 1.13, I believe. Uh, yet there will always be those who refuse to believe, not because of God's doing like some teach, but because of their own hardness of heart, as well as the warfare taking place. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about Pharaoh. You know, God hardened the, the heart of Pharaoh. <laughs> you, think, you think God actually hardened his heart? You actually believe that? That's a mistranslation. God does not harden hearts for crying out loud. After everything that Jesus accomplished at the cross, you think God is going to go around hardening certain hearts? No, he's trying to soften hearts. God, <laughs> you know, you put that softener in your detergent and to wash in your clothes. Uh, anyhow, God is out to soften hearts. All right, my goodness, what kind of God is this that they some of these people preach that God is going around hardening hearts? Yeah, so they can't believe. No, 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 no. God is out to soften your heart and he will work on you as long as you got people praying for you interceding, whatever. God is not out to harden your heart, all right? Pharaoh hardened his own heart. I believe it's in the middle voice, all right? It's something he did. He hardened his heart. The more that God did miracles, and more, greater than what Pharaoh was able to do with his magicians, he, he would harden his heart, 
All right. Now, when somebody's hardening his heart, uh, you know, the, we got to get into this whole law of sowing and reaping and free moral agency. All right. God is not sovereign going around softening heart. Those hearts he wants to soften and no, I don't like him. I'm going to harden his heart. No, 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 no. That's not the way it works. All right. All right. Let's go. John 13, 19. Now I tell you before it comes uh, that when it does come to pass, you may believe that I am he. Uh, note here, God is always trying to get our attention by warning us or telling us certain things ahead of time. And I that's what, you know, going back to the judgments, God is always telling the world. He's always trying to warn the world and then the church of coming judgments, of the coming judgment. The Bible is full of this. And uh, we need to give heed to what those warnings are. And the Bible is full of warnings. And this is something I'll be I've done some teaching on this in the past. I'll be doing some more teaching on this. The Bible is full of warnings. All right? All right. Where are we going here? Uh, John 14, 1. John 14, 1. Let not your heart be troubled, or let not your heart be hardened. <laughs> you believe in God. Oh, good. Believe also in me. Yeah. So I wrote here, believing in God alone will not get you into heaven. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. Many claim to believe in God, yet they are not born again. Remember James 2.19, even the devils believe. They tremble. Yeah, but no, no, no. You got to believe in this Jesus. And faith without works is dead. Meaning, if you truly believe, you'll, you will have works. All right? The moment I came to um, say, say, the saving knowledge of the truth, boy, I had works right away. I repented. I tell you, I had fruit. The, the very day, the same day, you know, I didn't have to work at it. I didn't have to try to come up with things. No, it just automatically came out of me. You know, it didn't smoke anymore, didn't swear anymore, uh, didn't drink anymore, all kinds of good stuff like that. You know, it's called deliverance. Mm. That's part of sozo. It's part of your salvation package is being delivered. God will del deliver you certain things. John 14, 11. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. The works of Jesus, the works of Jesus, such as the miracles, it's really the works of the Holy Spirit, uh, will do wonders in helping certain people believe in Jesus. That's why we have to believe. As believers, we have to believe for miracles. We have to believe for signs, wonders in reaching the lost, because some of these people, they're lost. I mean, they're really lost. I mean, they're, I tell you, they're bad shape, really bad shape, you know? All right. John 16, 8, 9. I love this one. Uh, and when he has come, talking about the Holy Spirit, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they, the world, do not believe in me. So I wrote here, this has been key in my own salvation and also, and I also believe that it is greatly missing in the church today. You know, that's what he did with me. He convicted me. He convicted me. He convinced me. Yeah, that I did not believe. All right. He convinced me that I didn't believe in this Jesus. I heard about Jesus. I went to church for for years as a little boy in the Catholic church. Never, never really believed in Jesus. You know, believed in God, I guess, whatever. You know, I sure I said my prayers at night as a little boy or before meals with my parents, you know, but I didn't believe in the true sense of believing in the sense that it would bring salvation into my heart. That's where salvation takes place. It takes place into your spirit, right? Spirit and then your soul and your body it affects your body, right? Your soul and body. But anyhow, so 
That's what we need. So they don't believe. He wants to convict them that they don't believe. That's what I'm saying. He's not going around harding hard. He wants to convict them. All right. The world, all of them. I don't care who you are. I don't care who they are. I don't care. They could be the meanest. They could be, mm, there's some pretty nasty people out there right now. Mm, they want to do some pretty nasty things to us, you know, but no, God is out to convict them. God is out to soften their hearts, soften their hearts. All right. Let's move on to John 17, 20 to 21. I should put this over here. Uh, 17, 20 to 21. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, through the preacher's word, that they will all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, uh, that the world may believe that you sent me. So I wrote here, sharing the gospel in power, in power, with the unbelievers is always one of the primary methods or ways in getting them saved. Romans 10, 14, how will they hear unless a preacher is sent? All right, so God hasn't changed his tactics. All right, we need preachers. We need good preachers. We need great preachers. All right, I, I, I thought about this the other day. We have great athletes. We have great actors. I mean, some, some actors are really good. I don't watch that stuff anymore, but I'm just saying we have great doctors. We have great this. We have great that. We do. We do. You know, but where are the great preachers today? Where are they? I'm telling you, where are they? You know, where are these great preachers? Well, we need great preachers, all right? And I'm not planning on becoming one of them, all right? All right, John 20, 25. The other disciples therefore said to Jesus, we have, or said to him, we have seen the Lord. So he said to them, unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger in the print of the nails and put my hands in his side, I will not believe. Okay, all right, all right, all right. We understand that. He's not the only one. So some people are harder to convince than others, yet we must never, that's what I said before, we must never give up on them. Jesus never gave up on them. Helping people believe is something they don't presently believe is one of the primary tasks of the church, yet has failed in so many ways. All right, convincing, working, don't give up on people. Don't give up on your city. Don't give up on your region, your neighbors, your neighborhood, uh, your your nation. Don't give up on them. You know, don't give up on them. God wants to use you, all right? Nairobi, Nairobi, praise the Lord. Listening to you from Nairobi, Kenya, all right? God wants to work through you. Intercession, that's something else I need to teach on. Intercession, true intercession, all right? Interceding by the Spirit. Not interceding according to you, what you want, but what, how he wants. All right. And uh, let's, la let's up, uh, wrap up the last one here. John 20, 31. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And that believing you may have life in his name. Wow. In believing you will have life and not death. All right. Today we have the full canon. We have the full Bible. I don't even have my Bible with me. Uh-oh. And so that we can believe what God believes. And in believing what God believes, we can receive and walk in our salvation. So back then, they didn't have the word. They had papyrus. They had the Old Testament. And even that, it was only for the scholars, only for the rabbis. You know, it's not like today. You can buy a Bible. You can buy a Bible in a used bookstore. You can buy a Bible in a store that they don't even believe in God. Right? In a secular store. Uh, you can go like uh, over here, it's called Chapters or Indigo, whatever. Uh, they're, they're atheists, they're hardcore atheists, but I, be I believe they still have Bibles there, you know? So the Word of God is out there, you know? 
and the Word of God is made available so that people can actually believe what it says in the Word. And that's why we need to be full of the Word when we share the Word, being full of the Word, uh, so that God can use however He wants to use, whatever He wants to use from His Word, or even some of the gifts to get people's attention so that they can come to this place of believing something that they did not previously believe. I call this, I'm going to make a book out of this or something, Faith for the Atheist. Faith for the Atheist. Yes, faith. Now, that the Atheist believes, all right? They don't believe in God, but they believe that God doesn't exist. So everybody has a belief, all right? Everybody. I don't believe in God. Well, there you go. He That's what he believes, all right? So we got to get to this place where Pakistan... We got to get to this place where we can convince them. Now, we can't convince them. It's the Holy Spirit, but he has to do it through us in most cases. All right. So I think I am done for today. And I got some great stuff lined up for the coming, uh, well, the coming weeks, months, whatever. Uh, so anyhow, as I always, uh, I try to finish my videos. I try to encourage people to learn what it takes to walk in the fullness of your sonship. Walk in your the fullness of your sonship. And in order to do that, you will need to learn how to walk in the fullness of the grace of God, as well as in the faith of God, because it's faith that gives access to the grace of God. And it's grace, it's grace that gave you your sonship back, right? Because we had sonship back in the garden before the fall, and we're saved by grace, right? We got our sonship back. The moment you got born again, you became a son of God in your spirit, but not in your soul, right? So that's, that's a whole other teaching in itself. So I got to go. I've been at it for a little over for half an hour, almost half an hour. So anyhow, I got to go. I got to go watch the, the live stream again, whatever. And like I said, this is part two. So there's a part one on there on Facebook and it's in my YouTube. Uh, we didn't upload that one yet, but it will be uploaded. And uh, I got some great stuff coming up shortly. And uh, so look forward to teaching those things. They'll be a little controversial, but that's okay. As long as it's the truth, that's what matters. So i got to go. And thank you for uh, your likes and all that, your comments. Appreciate it. But i got to go. And shalom and amen.